everybody, and welcome to the Football Fan Show. Matt Kerr and uh, Carlos is always here. Always pleasure to have you talking about the stuff of football, right? Well, the pleasure's mine. Uh, it's great <laughs> fun having a chat with you, Mac. I love it. I love it. And uh, it's, it's always amazing to talk about the controversial highs and lows of football. And this is one of them. England, Euro 2020 uh, against Italy. Um, let's talk about the situation. One game ban given to England, but let's look at the backstory. It was, I can't even get my head around some of this stuff. Right, so we knew that because of COVID, that the 90,000 capacity stadium would not be full. There was 30,000 seats available. Right? And that's because of COVID, um, you know, restrictions. That's fair enough. And people came to the ground at Wembley Stadium for the final between England and Italy. Lots of Facebook messages, lots of WhatsApp and going on, lots of social media saying, why don't we try and break in to the stadium for the final? Let's try and break in. Now, the problem with Wembley Stadium, the way it's been built, the new Wembley Stadium, is it's got loads of restaurants and loads of hotels around it, which is nice for, I suppose, the local, you know, uh, community and all the rest of it and makes money for the area. However, the fact of the matter is that it's easy to breach security. You can't cordon the place off because there's so many entrances in because of, like I said, the restaurants and all the rest of it. Um, and so people tried to break in. We knew the hooliganism was there already. We'd seen it before in the semi-final after the match. People tried to break in through different various ways. We've seen loads of videos of it as well documented. And people did break in and people, police came in um, and didn't do a great job. We even saw, even going off, the, off piste here, England-Hungary game. We saw that the, the police, the fact of the matter, are ill-equipped and unfocused. They need to go back to, you know, the drawing board about how they handle football matches. Anyway, England against Italy, our control, people trying to break in. They did break in, breaching, um, and it was just chaos. Throwing stuff, missiles, this went mad. And then all that England got, remember, England have talked about other places and there's been lots of different bans handed out uh, by UEFA, but they got a one game ban. And that's all they got. One game ban, uh, which is just some uh, lower, lower. it's not World Cup qualifying thing like that. I think it's, uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I can't remember the match, but they've got one game ban, which doesn't really mean that much um, for the hooliganism and the madness that happened. Thoughts on all this madness and, and UEFA's leniency. Well, uh, what I would say is that um, the British media has always criticised UEFA for being lenient in the punishment of other FAs, but now they've benefited from the leniency yeah. of UEFA. Uh, I haven't heard anyone say, no, you know, UEFA should have been uh, more rigorous with us and they should have <laughs> given us 10 match ban. No, they're taking it with a smile, aren't they? Yeah, cool. So there's a bit of hypocrisy there. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, uh, what I would say as well is that um, something has to be done. I agree that the ban should have been heavier because there is a problem with the hooliganist, uh, sorry, the hooligan element. There is a problem with the hooligan element. Yeah. And um, there is also a problem with uh, police incompetence. Oh, 
I mean, they've proved, they proved twice now. In the last two games that England have played at home, I believe, they've yeah. proved that they cannot handle um, tricky situations. They can't. Now, everyone seemed to know what was going to happen in that final versus Italy, except for the police. They were not prepared. Mm. We've all seen videos of people fighting, Italians being attacked, and not a single policeman in view. Yeah. Uh, where were they? What were they doing? And then we saw, as we see there, um, you know, the police officers trying to contain the hooligans there. I think what we're seeing is people trying to get away from the fighting. That's what it looks like to me in that picture. Mm. But then we saw videos, as you mentioned, in the Hungary game where a small number of Hungarian hooligans pushed the police back. Police officers who were using shields, they had truncheons, they had helmets. Yeah. Um, the Hungarians had nothing. And yet they were able to push the police back. I mean, what kind of training have they been given to not be able to contain that situation? Yeah. So if you put the th two things together, the problem with a certain part of the uh, supporters, plus the inability of the police to control a situation that really should be bread and butter to them, mm. then is England currently equipped to stage big matches? No. Uh, and, and I'd say a resounding no at the moment. And I love to hear people's thoughts on this because we've seen it time and again, time and again. This is not the first time this kind of madness has happened. Like I said, the England-Hungary game was the most recent. People with fists were able to take, apparently equipped and trained police officers on and made the police run, run for their lives. Like, like these guys had knives or guns or something. They didn't have anything except their fists and they ran away from the Hungarians. We've seen, like I said, this big stage here, Euro 2020, you know, a nice stadium. And all we saw was issues after issues after issues. We've seen other incidents happen even prior to this, you know, with obviously the Super League, how the um, prior to the Manchester United game, they just strolled onto the pitch. Where were the police? They knew that they were coming. It's not like it was two or three people coming. It was hundreds of people. The inability of the police in this country to handle football. Like I said, they need to go back to drawing board. It needs root and brush. They need proper training on how to handle football situations. And it's, and it's shown over and over again that England at the moment is not fit or competent or fit for purpose to handle the big events. Um, it's, it's, it's sad, really, because it's not like England, as the home of football, uh, hasn't held big events before. They've hold, held the Champions League final several times, and they've done, obviously, other stuff as well. So why, where's it all gone wrong? I don't understand how the incompetence has come about. I don't understand. Do you? No, no, I don't. Because as you said, uh, England has held big events in the past without, um, as far as I know, anything going wrong. Mm. But um, on this occasion, in the final of the Euro, uh, there seemed to be something sinister going on uh, among the, some supporters which was uh, planned. Yeah. But as you said, 
uh, everybody knew it was going to happen. Mm. Everybody knew in advance what they were planning, what they were trying to do. Yeah. Everyone except for the police, it seems. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you know, usually when you try to take someone on, you try to take them by surprise. Yeah. There was no question of anyone taking anyone by surprise here because it was all on social media. Yeah. So the police had time to prepare strategically mm. also for what was coming. Mm. And yet they were unable to handle the situation. Yeah. So it's back to the drawing board, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and to start planning and preparing um, new ways of, or maybe old ways yeah. of handling situations like this. Yeah. Because clearly what they're doing now is nowhere near good enough. Yeah. And the, 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 the last thing I'll say on this is that the police have dedicated people, teams who are online looking. Obviously, the, their focus is mainly on other things like paedophilia or rest of it. But they have an online teams who are looking and searching through social media for situations like this. So, it, you know, it just it beggars belief that they couldn't figure it out prior to this happening that it was going to happen, but could go. No, on I was forever. just going to say, look, look at that picture, mm. that picture that you've just put up. Yeah. You can see stewards. Yeah. Can you see a single police officer? No, not at all. Not at all. And what and, powers do the stewards have? Well, none. They get paid minimum wage, whatever it is, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but they come, they're casual workers. They come, they do, you know, the what seven, eight hour job. And all their job is just to really just check people. Shepherd in. people. Just yeah. shepherd people, isn't shepherd it? Shepherd people, open doors for people. Maybe some of them are trained in checking people before they go in to make sure they've got no weapons or uh, flares. People, if, 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 if a fight starts, they're not going to get involved. No, it's not their job. But, exactly. It's not their job. So you need to have police officers on the job. Yeah. And uh don't forget that a lot of these stewards apparently according to what was said were being bribed by yeah. people to get into the stadium yeah yeah i mean some some people actually got um put before magistrates and then and, you know criminal activity because some of them were taking bribes um and that it's a real shame but again you know it's a very small element but overall that you know people were you know quite happy to take the money and you know that's 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 another one of the issues going on there but look going back to uefa to finish um we've talked about their leniency and they've obviously been consistent in that is uefa broken in these matters are they they just don't have seem to have the minerals to say right that's enough we're not having this situation happen again we're going to use you an example. We're going to give you a five-match ban or whatever. I mean, they, they just don't seem to be that bothered about it. The, the robustness of the, the world with the Europe, Europe, the Super League is, is all disappeared, and it doesn't seem to exist with these kind of matters, with hooliganism, racism, anything like that, any ism um, that's going on. You're absolutely right. They don't have the courage they don't want to stir the situation. They don't want to risk losing money mm. as well. Uh, because we must remember that with the Super League, it was all talk, but very little action. Yeah. 
because at the end of the day, Real Madrid, Barcelona and Juventus are three teams that are still saying that they are pushing ahead with the Super League, were not punished. Yeah, they It's true them. that a court did say that they would not be uh, they would they would not be able to punish them. They would not be allowed to punish these clubs. But I think uh, you know you can take that to uh, the European courts. Uh, you can appeal. Uh, and what I don't understand is if you organise a competition and someone then tries to destroy your competition, surely all the teams involved in that competition are guests. They're your guests. Yeah. So. You decide who comes in and who comes out. UEFA has banned clubs in the past. Mm. So I don't see why they were unable to punish the Super League clubs. Yeah. So if they didn't do it at the end of the day, I think it's because of what you say, because they were not courageous enough. Mm. In the same way as they are not courageous enough to put a stop to racism in some countries, in a lot of countries, sadly, yeah. Not, it's not just a handful. It's a lot of countries, oh, yeah. inc including some countries that claim they do not have a problem with racism. Absolutely. Uh, and also hooliganism yeah. and bad organization such as this that we've seen. Uh, UEFA really does have to make a stand. Um, it seems more concerned with making money, making a profit than with organizing things properly. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's a good place to stop. And I would love to hear your thoughts on the matter with your wafer uh, and the weak leadership uh, on the thoughts of the one game ban on top of that, which has happened. Should have been more? Should have not there been no ban? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, and just, you know, the way forward, really, for English football and police with dealing with hooliganism. This is this situation is an upward trend. It's not on a steady trend. It's not on a downward trend. It's on an upward trend. Hooliganism seems to be reintroducing itself into English football. It was in the 80s, obviously prolific, and prior to that, and then in the 90s it seemed to drop down, uh, and then here we are, 2021, and it seems to be back fresh and uh, and alive and kicking. Um, you know, and it has been for the last few years. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, any final thoughts at all, Carlos? No, just that. I hope that um, somebody decides to um, make a stand and do something about this, not just within UEFA, but also within Britain. The British government should be doing something about this. These are big issues that are taking place and uh, not only does it give a, a bad uh, image to the rest of the world, but also, you know, you want to have your house in control, don't you? Yeah. You want things at home to be working as well as possible. Um, so, you know, they should buckle down and do something about this because surely it must be something that can be uh, kept in check. And if they don't do it, it's because they just don't care. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. That's uh, that's a lovely place to think. And uh, th food for thought there. So uh, thank you so much, Carlos, for your thoughts. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, and uh, yeah, look, it's uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget to like and subscribe. 
Let us know what you think about the ban and the whole th surrounding issues around it. So uh, thank you for your thoughts. And look, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So thank you for watching the Football Fan Show. Let's see you in the next episode and love to hear your thoughts on the matter.